welcome to Laughing Monkey Music Show, Trayvon Evile, guitarist, vocalist. Oh, how are you? I'm not bad. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh. Good. Let's talk. You actually are preparing for a release, a new release. Exciting. Yes, very let's, excited. Let's, let's talk about this album and the, and the impetus to, to do this album. I mean, it's been a crazy couple of years. The challenges are out there as an artist because everyone's doing really good albums. Everyone's touring because there's competition. Mm -hmm. So, like, where are you guys lined up for? Like, where, where, where's, where, you know, what's the mindset? Well, it's the same mindset that it's always been. We um we release an album and then we do as many shows as we can. Release another album and so forth. Uh, this one, the unknown, is um the last album we did was pretty much breakneck speeds all the time. A really aggressive brutal stuff and I just didn't want to do the same thing again so we just said look let's do the polar opposite let's look at our tempos and what have we never done before so we looked at all our back catalog and it's pretty much all either really fast or mid-paced yeah there's no in between or slower so whenever we play festivals or anything it's like you know I wish we had a song that was kind of like that kind of tempo and we didn't have them so we, we said let's explore so we did, and we're really excited about it. We're rehearsing these songs, and it's just so much fun to do these tempos. So really excited. Well, it's really different, though. I mean, I've heard it. I mean, but explain to the, the people that haven't heard it yet. Cause I mean, the 14th, July 14th is released still? Yes. It's still a date? Yeah. So that haven't heard it, it really, it's like, it's not any less heavy, because it's heavy. It's really it's heavy. It's more heavy. It is. And, and it's, and it's like, um, it's like a weighted blanket, <laughs> heavy, <laughs> um, I like that, yeah. but, but in a way, when I heard it, uh, the early, the early release, I'm like, wow, it's really cool. Cause I couldn't place it. It sounds, it doesn't really sound like a lot of bands out there either right now, which is really good. Like I can't yeah, say, I... Oh, you're going in this direction of this. You know, I love Judas priest, but like Judas priest or, you know, or Slayer, like yeah. it's not that it's like literally this slow down pace even sounds kind of different for you guys. Like it's yeah. a, a new sound sort of. Yeah. I'd, I'd say I understand why people say it's a new sound, but nothing has changed. It's still the, the riffs are coming from the same places. It's just, I've double clicked the tempo in pro tools and wrote it down. That's the only difference. But, um, I, what I always try to do is, um, I remember years and years ago, I read an interview with, um, the singer from muse, and he said he tries to create worlds in a song. And I didn't understand it at the time, but I understand it a bit more now. Like you can have someone who will be in a metal band, they'll write a riff and it's cool and like fun mm -hmm. and that's it. It's just cool and it sounds cool. That's it. What I'd like to do is take people on a journey and it, make it deeper than just a cool riff to like take them on a journey of ups and downs and I, I guess kind of distract them from reality for three to five minutes and bring them back. And I, I understand that the muse thing a bit more now that I like our songs to have more depth than just right. cool riffs, you know? Well, some of the bigger bands, there's a certain point as an artist, you want to something different. So if you go back and you revisit an old classic sound, it's fun. If you're an artist, you want to create, I mean, if you think of some of the bigger bands and uh, it feels easy to say, but even like, a band like Metallica or or some of the bigger bands, they have different phases. Whether you like them or not, it's not even about that. I respect them for yeah. doing all these different sounds. 
and trying yeah. and creating because they go in there like, what are we going to do now on the palette? Let's do something different that we enjoy. Let's create. Let's be a musician. And that's exciting. Yeah. And that's why you want to be is. a musician. I mean, otherwise you can be a cover band. Exactly. Exactly. That is, that is why we do what we do because. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Cause if you enjoy no. that, you enjoy that. It's, it's awesome too. But yeah. I'm saying as far as being a recording artist, if you're going to have a, a, um, a band that does original music, you would figure you want to keep creating original music. Yeah. I'm, we we did the cover band thing and you know cover bands are great they make make a lot of money they probably make more money than original bands. They do. <laughs> but yeah it's i have to create i mean that it's all i know how to do it so i that's what i need to do as well so it's just first nature to me i think well it's a guy who's not original even actually even the cover bands i like that are some of my favorite bands are original where they combine other music of other people and put their own twist on it Oh yeah, because yeah. they're, they're such consummate musicians, and those are some of my favorite bands. Like, so it's really about how an artist takes a spin on something, and we're going to go with it. We're going to go with with the fall or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And mm. and do you feel as a musician you're challenging yourself still, like writing yes. and playing? I mean, yeah. I I don't enjoy it if I don't challenge myself because you you can take the easy route of intro, verse, chorus, right. middle, whatever. And you could, I could write an album in a week if I wanted to, but no, I've got to take two years. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I have, I have my process and I'm not happy and, and unless I go through it. So, um, everyone has their own style, but for me, I'll have the idea and then driving to work, I will listen to that idea 500 times until something clicks. I'm like, right. I know exactly what needs to go there or that doesn't work. Go back to the drawing board delete that bit, try some, something else. It's a long and grueling process, but it's, I, that's the challenge. I, I like challenging myself. Well, I, I think that shows in the work. It shows in this album, at least, and it shows. What is the process? I mean, because you've had, the band has, has evolved over the years and had a few different lineup changes, yourself included, mm. moving, moving around and shuffling. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... We we always intended to be the first four guys at forever. Um, and then we had the unfortunate loss of our bassist, Mike. Right. Um, then I left for a while. Just I, I couldn't I couldn't dedicate all my time to the band anymore. I, I wanted to do normal life things. I wanted to get a job that I can stay in longer than two months. <laughs> um, and then I had a family. I have a family. And then when I came back to the band, um, Matt... Matt's always been up and down with the band. Like, I, he doesn't like anything that isn't playing on, on the stage. So any, everything before and after, I don't think he was a big fan of. So when he left, it was like, uh, I do, the worst thing a metal band can do, I think sometimes, is bring in a new face as the singer. And we, we it, talked it, about this hard. at it's length. It's very hard. It's very hard. Like a guitarist, yeah, maybe. Drummer, maybe. Bassist, maybe. But the singer, I just thought... It's going to be difficult enough carrying on, so it might as well be a familiar face. Ben can't do it because he's got the drums to play. <laughs> Joel didn't want to do it, and I just thought, you know what? I'll just give it a go. Like people recognize me from playing guitar, so mm -hmm. I can kind of sing. So let's just give it a go. Well, it's oh yeah, you're you're very good. I mean, it sounds that sounds great, but I think it's just interesting to change. And I think well, yeah, drums and bass. 
less 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 a challenge for people to be flexible because you know sometimes you can replicate a sound i mean there's, there are bass players that are top notch and you can't replicate their sound but there's a, but in the mix especially in a lot of rock bands the way producers will mix somebody down you don't know a lot of times the producers are actually doing the mix the bass and the drums themselves nowadays i know a lot of yeah. talented uh, producers that play all the instruments so they can just jump in wherever it's needed yeah you yeah. can't replicate a um a guitar player especially a guitar that has their own tone their own style you can't yeah, do that true. and the singer is hard and, and you know then it comes to the point of if you do it well you, you got the ozzy dio the sammy dave thing mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so you really have to have somebody strong enough to their own personality that's also going to mesh and it's still never going to be perfect no you know, it's never going to be fans i mean fans are never going to be like oh you know into it 100 yeah, you, you can't make everyone happy i think that's that's our mantra like we we don't we don't it sounds really bad but we don't care what people think like we only do it because we like it if the song is liked by all four of us it's it that's it we don't worry about oh maybe a few bullet belts will fall off on this one but you know we just we, we don't care like we we enjoy it so not being a man, having a family, then having a family and all the extra work of having a job and a family and then deciding to take on being back in the band and, and even you know, and play out shows and touring or anything seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot more complicated than it used to be. <laughs> Before it was, you know, um, oh, I'll go and live with my parents and um, go on tour for three months yeah. and come back and it's fine. But now there's bills to pay, there's mouths to feed. Um, I think now we're we more, I think we're more suited to festivals at the moment because you know yeah. we can fly in, play, fly out. Yeah. We're doing a UK tour. We're, we're trying to tour. It's just so expensive now. Like, it's hard for any band. I mean, unless you're a, a yeah. huge band, medium-sized bands are are aren't even touring. Yeah, so exactly. so, so just you know, playing the clubs is hard. I was looking forward to seeing um, Anthrax this time, um, but they're cancelled coming over to the whole of Europe because no doubt the cost of everything, the buses, the fuel, merch. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're, it's a really difficult situation at the moment. We're going to try and tour. We want to come back over to the States and Canada, but we, we, we looked last year and the cost was just like, well, we're already in the red before we even set foot in America. So it's just, we're always trying. We're always trying. Well, it's important that and people have already heard my show know that's one of the things the show's about. It started to promote bands and tell people, go to the websites. If they come to town, go see them. Before this was during COVID. So my thing mm -hmm. was, the bands aren't doing anything. Go to the websites, buy the merch directly from them, support the artists, keep them alive, not touring. Yeah. And then when they do tour, go see them. Don't take it for granted. Go yeah. see them. And that's kind of the show's all been about, really supporting the artists, supporting that's cool. financially, going to the shows, getting the, getting the merch, mm -hmm. keeping the bands going. Don't assume. I might not be here next year, you know. True, and and and, and 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 most most artists I I do are, are working artists. They have to take time from work. They have families, and they sometimes they're lucky if they break even. They just do it because they want to support it. And and, and people understand why they're going here. It's just not financially feasible, affordable. No, exactly. That that's our predicament at the moment. It's just it's not ideal. I mean, I I always try and tell people, not just Eva fans, fans of their favorite bands buy the CD and the vinyl, mm -hmm. it, it helps so, so much more than I could ever explain. 
It's a completely yeah. different animal to buying merch at a gig. It goes to different places. It helps so much. But if you can buy it from the website, it's even better because what happens is I don't know how things are over in Europe, but over here in the US, the venues are taking bigger and bigger cuts of the merch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, which hurts the bands because sometimes that merch is paying for gas for the next town. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to see um, Pantera the other, the other night in Berlin, in Germany, and the shirts were, I think, 40 euros, which is maybe, I don't know, in dollars. But for me, that was like, that's a bit too much, but I didn't care. It was Pantera, so I got one. But um, it's just... Well, it's expensive for them, though. It's, as big as that place is, they still got to got pay. They had all those trucks going. Someone's got to yeah. the fuel for all those flames. <laughs> yeah. There was like four buses outside. I was like, I yeah. dread to think how much that is costing. <laughs> a lot of bands like that have to, like 10 shows in before they even start breaking even. Oh, yeah. Bands like that. It, easy. And people don't realize yeah. that either. You know? Yeah. So it's even the smaller bands. It's I'm not, I'm not saying it's worse, but it's. Like, it's worse. I'll say it. That's nothing. why I start my show. <laughs> to say, yeah. to speak up for the artist. It's worse. You know what I mean? I don't have a, I don't have a horse or a pony in the, in the game. So I, I just speak up for the bands, you know? You know? It is worse. It's hard, you know, and, and I can imagine you being like, you know what? Now you have kids. You're like, are these kids going to be here every day? And you're like, I think I need to go back on tour. I, these, cause I like, have to do this every day. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm, I have a father and my kids are older now, but I'm like, are they going to be here every day? These, these <laughs> people? Because <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this. It's like little drunken roommates. I can't do this every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's different to how it used to be. I, I, yeah. Before I had kids years ago and we'd tour, that's, I loved doing that. I could, I could tour for, well, in 2010, we did five months in North America. Like it was, I don't even remember it, but, um, now if I'm away for about a week, I genuinely just start thinking, I, I miss, I miss my family. Like I never thought I would be that guy, but I am a hundred percent that guy. You know, that, that's important and that's that's you know that's the motto you know family first it's always that even on yeah. this show you know with people hey can we do this whatever i'm like, I'm like family first we'll do it we'll do yeah. it we'll do it it's family first but music is always second <laughs> you know yeah. but but it would, it's important is that people do support the bands and and, and do that and and because tiny put into this stuff and, and i mean this is this is a good album coming out I and mean, you know i think people are going to dig it you know hmm. and and Thank and you. it really i was expecting something different I love to be surprised. That's exciting yeah. for me as somebody who gets a hundred different albums sent to me a week. <laughs> you know, That's to cool. hear something that I wanted, I you know, I reached out and I wanted you. I want. I reached out and we were talking, uh, and and I wanted you guys. You know, you guys were presented. I checked you. I was like, oh, this is this is not what I've heard of before. You know, it's not the band I've oh, known before. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't connect to that first. I'm like, oh wow. So to me, and, and the older stuff is great too, but it's just. Not that it didn't connect it. So to me, this is like this band can have different sounds now. Like it's developing into the next level, you know, hmm. which is great, you know. Yeah. I really like where it's going. The hope is maybe you can get a tour. I think, for, for, you know, the package deals to come over here in the US. Yeah. I, I miss the, the most, US so much. I really do. Um, if, and, and Canada, just everyone over there is so friendly and nice, and the weather's great. It's just, I miss it so much. <laughs> well, I'm sure you do well over here too, doing that. Um, what is the plans for the band, though? The realistic plans now to support the album? I mean, the album's July 14th. This is June. 
break the fourth uh, wall. You're locked by the dates. So what are you going to do? Um, the realistic plans are try and get the music in as many ears as possible, get people to get it on radios, request it, um, play as many festivals as we can because we can easily logistically do that. Um, pick and choose the tours that we're able to do work permitting and just get out as much as we can until this cycle ends and we hopefully do another album. It's it's always as simple as that. Just do as many gigs as we can in as many places as we can and hopefully get to some places we've never been. Like we've never been to South America. Well, we've been to Colombia once for um, Rock Al Park, but yeah, there's a lot of places we haven't been to. So we do want to try and get there. As far as an artist goes, and 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 I, I actually bands a lot and that lately now videos aren't really affordable. Are you going to be doing like any like live footage for the fans? Any live like live concert footage for the album, like a live video, music video, or 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 like a lyric video? Like, is there any plans for any kind of you know, or a paper like a, a Patreon or like a pay per view type of pay video performance? Um. I, I don't know. We, we've never really been that kind of band. We, we don't think beyond studio albums and gigs. So like live, like official live stuff, we've never really thought about it. I mean, yes, we would, and it would be cool. It's just we've been so focused on our usual plan that that'd have to take some extra planning. But um, yeah, we're really open to... A is extra, extra. A it's extra income, and B it's 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 extra income that it's like you're promoting yourself and getting paid for it because people are going to see it live. And if you're a band that delivers yourself live, hmm. and you have a live show, I mean, you know, what I mean, it doesn't hurt to have you know True. extra stuff out there. And especially people that can't see, you, they want to see a band live. They want to see you. There's a DVD or streaming or you know, and then a a, a, a CD or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good idea. It's just, you know, it could be an, an unpractical thought, but just as, as a fan of metal music that's in the U.S., I think of that a lot with, with bands that are over in Europe, you know, and vice yeah. versa. You can't see these artists and, you know, um, I shoot local shows and stuff and I'll put them up on, just on YouTube and, and uh, because I'm not copyrighted, the bands get make the money from it and they get the views and the, the people are seeing the show and saying, you know, the bands get profits from being played, but they're seeing it and saying, wow, they sound great. Because it showed bands yeah. I've put up that people are like, I thought they were awful originally. And now they're hearing it. Thousands of people are just commenting how great they are. So it helps you. Yeah. That's just YouTube. So if you have your own professional thing done, that's guy's the limit. I've never even seriously considered it until this conversation, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just throw it out there. Sorry. <laughs> and feed my views upon you guys. Just... Uh... It's, it's, I don't mind. it's more of a it's more of a fan's wish list you know what i mean of, 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 cool. of, uh, you know i grew up in a time a little older than you when it was the vhs tapes of the combat thrash tour thrash two combat two you know what i'm saying you know yeah, forbidden yeah. yellow band those were awesome you'd watch them over and over again so the live you know slayer the live dvds they were the thing they were the bomb yeah one of, one of my favorite things i i had the vhs of um testament i think it was called scene between the lines or something and old they had like live footage and all the music videos and so yeah yeah i agree it, yeah, cool. it's exciting it's, yeah you know. true so so i'm a guitar person i gotta know what's your setup what's your rig setup 
So the older I've got, the simpler it's got because I was obsessed with gear when I was younger and now I'm not. <laughs> I think it's more of a time thing. It's like, I haven't got time. I'll just plug in play. So at the moment I've got, oh, it's here. So this is a Carillion. They're made in the UK. Uh, I think it's called a Kingslayer V. So I've got two of these. Um, I've got some prototypes by Carillion pickups in there. But at the moment, I'm just using a Kemper. Like, we fly with the Kempers. They're so easy to plug into front of house with the exact tone that you want. Um, and that is literally all I'm doing right now. My guitar and my Kemper. It just really? makes everything so simple. It's, it's a beautiful guitar, and you have a great sound. And that's the, and that's the sound you use on the album. So, I mean, it's got a great... Um, I'm assuming it it's the be, guitar right? I used on the album, but the, the tone is not the Kemper. It was a, um, we tried a few album, a uh, few amps out and I can't remember which one we picked. It was such a stressful, um, couple of weeks, but yeah, it was an amp that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a glaring uh, endorsement from you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, so are you touring? Are you bringing more than one guitar? Are you bring a couple of guitars because now you can fly out. People fly out. People don't know when a band flies out. They don't. They get most of the stuff they can rent. It's usually just bringing the guitars. Sometimes it's bringing the two guitars and, and getting an extra ticket for the plane, you know. And the drummer yeah, I mean, brings some sticks and some cymbals, and the singer brings yeah. nothing. Yeah. So I we usually just fly one guitar and a Kemper. Um, I'd love to get the um, that U.S. company Enki. You do those double cases, but they aren't cheap. And um, it's just the one guitar if we're going to fly anywhere. I would love to bring it back up, but we can't afford to fly with more than one guitar. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That's pretty awesome. So so um, who are you listening to for bands right now? Just out of curiosity. As, I, you know, like, as time has gone on. Um, I'm, I'm quite eclectic in what I listen to. I listen to everything from like old prog rock, like uh, Gentle Giant. To I love Gentle Giant. You're the first person so I've heard good. say that. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. Just they are just insane. Um, but I love Frank Sinatra. Um, mm -hmm. I've been listening to like Alice in Chains, Old Sepultura, um, just everything. Like even Power Metal, like Rhapsody from Italy. Um, loads, yeah. I, I don't like, if I get bored of one genre, I just switch it to Sinatra. <laughs> just just curious, because as, as I do also, I, um, I listen to everything too, just like that, a lot of the bands you mentioned. But it's, of the bands you listen to, like Frank Sinatra, seems to, to the younger generation might seem cliche, but he's a good singer and, there's, and he, he's, the tone and the timing in his voice, natural ability is something that as a musician, unless you're a musician, I don't think a lot of people get that, that extra layer of, He's just, you know, he's just Sinatra. It's no, no, no. As a musician, hmm. you know what he's got going on as a vocalist. Yeah, he. I think he transcended musicians and non-musicians because I think the things that musicians hear in him, non-musicians could also hear, but they maybe didn't understand what they're hearing. They just knew that it was good. It was like he was sing-talking in a way. You know what I mean? He was just so yeah. like, they ever feel like it's so relatable. Like I could do that, but you really can't because as a musician, you really know like. What he actually had was very special. I think he had the ability to embody a song. So anything he was singing about, it was like he was singing about him and it happened to him. Even if it didn't, he just had that ability to draw you in and 
yeah, he was great. Same with Elvis. Elvis's voice was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of those guys were like pretty much early one only 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 a few recordings too to get right mm. out, out of the gate. A lot of them would just come in there and blast out the songs and leave in twenty minutes. That would be it. The song would be done. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then the same thing with Lane from from Alice in Chains though. Another one. You know. I, I every time I hear anything he does, I just I'm gobsmacked. His his voice. I mean, he's not the best singer in the world, but what he did was just. Insane. Well, what he did with, with well, the sound, because when they first came, if you listen to like the, the first band, I, I, there's a great biography on them too. The band really makes it even more surprising. Um, but they were like, they were kind of like a rock band. They weren't mm. anything special. So then when you listen to it, like when they, he found his voice, the band found its sound and voice and no one could top it in that sound. Like his voice was the best in that sound. It was huge. Yep. Yeah, he's one of you the know? best. But yeah, it was not an ordinary voice. Yeah, special. Yeah. Same with Chris Cornell, all that kind of voice that there's just something in it. Yeah. Mm. It was it was just incredible. It was very incredible. Um but this is it's it's I got but this is I want to go back. Top three songs from the new album before we wrap up. I wanna know what are your top three? Does it change? Yeah, it changes, but it always pretty much changes around to the same ones. So um I've got to love the title track. It's just, especially playing it in rehearsal and everything. It's just, it hits really well. That mm-hmm. main riff. Um, the, my other favorite is I think monolith, the third track. It's just really sinister and evil and slow and chuggy. It really, yeah, it really hits the spot. And then I would have to say the ballad, um, when when mortal call is shared it's a very personal song um about loss and it's it was difficult to do and write and play but i think that makes it a bit more special and yeah and it's seven minutes long but you know it's i spent a good two years i think before we even went into the studio i was just finishing the song i was like 99.9 percent happy with it <laughs> How are you going to uh, put these songs in? How many are you going to put in the mix? Because they are a little different. Um, I'm not going to overdo it because I know what people are like. We will probably only play two new ones at a show. We would, wouldn't want to overdo it. I mean, the ballad might be asking a lot to put in unless it's like a headline show where people don't right. mind. But yeah, the title's right, definitely. Um and then we'll just play it by ear. We all every, before every gig we always go through the set list. We don't have a set set list. We say what songs will work. Um, you know, some we might play a gig that's like a full on hardcore thrash, no bullshit show, and it's like we're not playing a ballad tonight. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, one of the one of the advantages of of streaming, and this is obviously, I'm not going to say getting paid well. What I'm going to say mm-hmm. is one of the advantages. It, you wish you put your album out there, you could actually see what songs are being streamed. You're like, I didn't think that was going to be a single. Like it, it allows it, it does allow you as an artist to realize what people are, are doing it. And you can create that and craft it towards um, a set list. Yeah. That's probably true. the biggest I mean, advantage I've seen of streaming for people. Yeah. The, even the second single that's came, that's come out, reap what you saw. I didn't intend or think of that as a single and, until the label heard it. and said, we'd love to do reap what you saw as a single. And I was like, really? And I listened to it in that 
mindset yeah. and thought actually yeah i can hear it now but i never thought of that it's always good to have different ears on it it is i think the streaming would be a great advantage to it well i mean i want to i want to thank you for being on the show uh for the fan and oh, i've been thinking having this, me this album. any last words you want to say to the fans um all i i ever <laughs> really say to people <laughs> to think that it's, it's late here um any band you like not not just eval any of your favorite bands just pick up the cd pick up the vinyl support your favorite artists buy their merch you know instead of having that starbucks that one morning just think no i'll i'll order a shirt <laughs> i agree i agree i just had to show myself i just bought myself a shirt too so i'm always oh, there nice. an eval one well, good an eval yeah right well get over here <laughs> well, yeah, okay all right thank you for being the show man i appreciate it you, you no, thank you, Sean.